everyone, this is the Business Food Edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Emma and joined by my co-host, Brayden. It's great to be here today. Hi, Emma. Each week, we will come to you live from the LoveWorks campus where we will hear interviews from our youngest and experienced entrepreneurs who will inspire, educate, and give you an action step to help grow your idea, leadership, and business. The Biz Buddha podcast partners with the Norman Chamber of Commerce, who advocates to see Norman, Oklahoma be a thriving business community. And the Biz Buddha is powered by First United Bank, Norman. First United is not your typical bank whose purpose is to inspire the, and empower the others to spend life wisely. Thank you, Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank, for helping to see our, Norman, our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. Now let's get into our interview. Today we are joined by the dreamer and doer, Dr. Russ Browder. Russ helps leaders, entrepreneurs, and innovators stand out through teaching and applied research. In the university or corporate classroom, Russ teaches entrepreneurial leadership, global entrepreneurship, and public speaking. His academic research in entrepreneurship and innovation examines the connections between technology, learning, creativity, and social impact. He studies these topics in a variety of settings, including emerging digital technologies, makerspaces, and healthcare industry. Russ is an assistant professor uh, professor of entrepreneurship in the Price College of Business at the University of Oklahoma. He completed a PhD in entrepreneurship and MDIV from Baylor University. He received an international MBA from IE Business School in Madrid, Spain as a Fulbright Scholar. His industry experience includes decades as a global marketing leader in medical technology and development in the nonprofit sector, and as founder of Say It Up Front Executive Training and Coaching and co-founder of TechZone Technology Training in the West Africa. So hello, hello, Russ. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Of course. We're so, so excited. We got an amazing bio. We're excited to get to know more about you. And one of our favorite questions, we love to learn more about you, and we are the Dreamers Group Podcast, is do you consider yourself more of a natural dreamer or doer? I would say yes to both, but the two <laughs> weren't always connected. So being a natural dreamer is something that I can remember from my whole life. But connecting that with the doing part did not always come naturally for me. So mm-hmm. I really had to learn how to connect the two and how to put my dreams into action, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that part took a little bit more work. Yeah, and so where do you think that, that dreamer-doer mindset really started coming from? I think it came from the way I grew up. I grew up in a very cross-cultural setting, and so I just was exposed to many different ways of seeing the world Mm -hmm. and didn't just see it through one lens. And so by being able to see things from multiple perspectives, you start to think about, well, how else could this be done? And so my world just got very big from a Mm -hmm. young age, and so I just, I think it went from there. Yeah. And so that kind of like, kind of ties into our, like, our question we really follow up, which is like, what was life like for you growing up? And you kind of hit on that, but we love asking that, what was your first dream job? Okay, yeah, so I did grow up uh, cross-culturally, but my first dream job, I would say, wasn't until after I graduated college. I had a few jobs before Mm -hmm. then, but I had a job that tapped into that cross-cultural part. And I had a job as a communications director for a medical nonprofit, and we got to tell stories of people who were helping others around the world. Mm-hmm. And that was my first dream job. And I still really view my entire career as still part of helping tell the yeah. stories of other people who are trying to change the world. That's super cool. I see that continuity for sure. And so we love seeing that the end product, right? And not that we're ever at an end product, we're all like performing, but we love seeing those big bios. But could you go more in depth of like how did you get to that point to have this huge bio and where, where are you at? As a professor now, what is that story and journey behind it? 
Well, my, my journey to become a professor really uh, came later in my career. I spent the first 16 years of my working career after I finished college in the medical industry. So I was working in healthcare and medical technology and really three very different parts of that industry. And I always loved teaching and I appreciated good teachers and I learned from some good teachers. So I had this idea that I might want to do that eventually, but I really set that aside for about 16 years. And then I eventually decided, all right, it's time to go for it. But it was actually working in healthcare where I had a chance to start doing more teaching as part of my job. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. And I said, I want to do this full time. And so I made the switch to become a professor. And now I do it full time. That's so cool. A lot of our listeners are students who are either just starting their business or have a idea to do something. What do you feel are a few important things to know when starting something new? It's a great question. Uh, entrepreneurship, I think, is really just a fancy word for implementing a project of your own. And I, so I like to just really break it down and think about entrepreneurship as working on a project and trying to put it into action. And so that's, that's my first piece of advice. And the other is that when you do that project, you're creating value not just for yourself, mm-hmm. but for other people. So if you can break a project down and say, what's the next step that I want to take? What did I learn from the previous step? And I can put that into action in the next step. Then you're just working on a project. And that's how I like to think about entrepreneurship. I love that second point that you mentioned, like you're not only helping yourself, but helping others. And so uh, could you just dive more on like your heart behind like helping others? And of course, like teaching is a very selfless uh, profession, especially on the college degree. And so could you kind of dive into like where your heart is behind? Like, why do you serve? Why do you uh, get into serving and helping others through entrepreneurship? I think the world is full of people, but it's also full of people that have problems. Mm -hmm. And in entrepreneurship, whether you're doing that as a for-profit or a non-profit, what you're trying to do is help other people solve their problems. That's creating value for them. Mm -hmm. So for me right now, that looks like I do a lot of teaching to help other entrepreneurs learn how to do this. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, that's the heartbeat behind this is understanding what are some problems out there in the world Mm -hmm. that I care about, that I want to work on, and how can I begin to work on that? And when you do that, you have to find product market fit. That's what we call it Mm -hmm. in entrepreneurship, which is really just a way to say, what are the needs that other people have, the value that they want created in their life, and how can I help create that value? And the way it works the best is when you can figure out how to do it together, whether that's a customer of a business or it's an employee. We talk about those as stakeholders is kind of the fancy term, but it's really just a way to say, who do we want to work with together Mm -hmm. to try to create value, which really means we're solving some problem. Yeah, that's so, so good. And so with entrepreneurship, you know, being involved with LoveWorks, I've had my fair share of entrepreneurship. There are a lot of challenges and you've done it for a little bit longer than I have. And so could you walk through some of the, the greatest challenges you've faced and working toward your profession or your profession right now and how did you overcome it? I would say one of my biggest challenges for myself was having a bigger vision of what it meant to work in entrepreneurship beyond just being the founder of a company. Mm. So I have founded a small business. I've co-founded another one, and you mentioned those in in my bio. But really, that's a small part of the work that I've done in entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. because most of my career has not been defined by being a founder or a co-founder. So I had to learn how to see entrepreneurship as something much bigger than just the person who starts the business. And for me, 
that came with asking a really important question. So the, the challenge was, how do I have this bigger vision? But the way I overcame that was by starting to pay attention to my gifts and be more intentional about working out of my gifts than building my career. And I was working in my career in the healthcare industry at a time where I could pay attention to things that were really well aligned with my gifts, but also things that weren't. And so I started saying, I want to gear as much of my attention towards the things that are aligned with my gifts as possible. Mm -hmm. And doing that really changed everything for me. And it ultimately led me to change my career from being in the medical industry to being a professor. Wow, that's super cool. Uh, is there any dreams that you're working on right now or just thinking about? My dream, I am working on it right now as a professor. My, my dream is to impact the marketplaces of the world through other entrepreneurs. And so right now, that's my students. That is uh, the people who read my research. And those are other entrepreneurs that I coach or consult mm -hmm. or advise uh, on the side. And so I try to help other entrepreneurs impact the world. Uh, by making their world, their vision of the world, uh, a little bit larger. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what I get to do through my teaching and through my writing. But all of those are just ways that I tell stories and that I communicate and, and try to help other people take the next step in their entrepreneurial journey. You see a selfless heart coming out. That's uh, truly like a fresher's like selfless heart is like working through others. I can really see that. That's really cool. And so taking back a few years, not too, too far, what is one life lesson that you wish somebody shared with you when you were in middle school or high school? That's a great question because I have kids all around this age <laughs> and, and we think a lot about this in my home, my wife and I do. Uh, my advice would be to be entrepreneurial with your learning with your education. So be creative with your own education. The older you get as you move into high school and then you move into college potentially or whatever your path is, the more opportunities you actually get to do that. But as soon as you can say, you know what, I want to be creative with this class. And if I can't find a class that's going to help me do that and explore what I'm curious about, then maybe I need to propose an independent study to my mm -hmm. school. And so we've done that a lot. My own kids have created their own independent studies to explore things that they're interested in. Really cool. So do that with your education, and that's being entrepreneurial even when you're a student. Yeah. That's really cool. For our last question, do you have a tip of any kind that you want to share with our listeners uh, that want to know their own business or own their own business? That, that's a good question. My, my tip goes along the, the lines of my advice about how uh, something is more than a career. And so I would say more than looking to build your own career and mm -hmm. thinking about what's my job title or how can I move up a career ladder, I would say look for the ecosystems around you. So yeah. if you're an entrepreneur or if you're starting a small business or working with a small business as an employee, look for the ecosystem of support that's around mm -hmm. that. And that's mm -hmm. what this podcast is about because mm -hmm. you interview lots of people who are part of entrepreneurial ecosystems, mm -hmm. which is just a fancy way to say people who are playing a different role within entrepreneurship and supporting other entrepreneurs like I do or doing it themselves. So look for the ecosystem that can be a partner for you, that can support you, and that really changes the way that we view entrepreneurship because we tend to think about it as a very individual thing. And we, we love to hear the stories of the heroic entrepreneur. But when you think about ecosystems, you realize that entrepreneurship is it's a team effort. Mm -hmm. And it's really more of a collective thing than an individual thing. And I love that. 
And so don't get caught up in the whole individual hero view of entrepreneurship. Think about it as a collective thing. And so look for the other players around you in your own community. That is so good. Well, Russ, thank you so, so much for your time. I know those who listen and our listeners out there will really benefit from your advice. And so before we head off, do you have any more information you want to share? Maybe a plug about the work you do or where we can find more about you. Well, to take my classes, you have to enroll in the University of Oklahoma or, or ask me for some public speaking. So uh, not a lot of plugs I can give there, <laughs> but uh, I encourage people to take advantage of all the great listeners uh, and all the great guests that are connected to this podcast, because right there, this podcast is part of an ecosystem. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so, so much. This is a really awesome interview. Yeah, wasn't that an awesome interview? What was something that really stuck out to you that our listeners could probably or hopefully do now? I really loved you know, the the emphasis you put on the ecosystem. And I just want to say this. You haven't heard this before. You do not know everything. And that is okay. You are not perfect. You never know, be the entrepreneur that knows absolutely everything. And that's why ecosystems are so important. Because I'll be honest, I'm a terrible artist. And I'm working on it every day. But I'm not a great artist. But I have really amazing artist friends. And so having an ecosystem that, hey, you might not be good at this, but you can continue to broaden your world look and your worldview to know those people that are and be able to make friends with them and make partnerships. And so I love that because you do not know everything, but if you have a really good ecosystem, chances are you can know everything together. I really have to agree with you. That was definitely something that I I definitely agree with that. And I'd also like that he said that you have to learn in an entrepreneurial point of view. Yeah. That was, it affects everything. I feel like a lot of people hear entrepreneurship and they just think money and business, which is absolutely yeah. what it's usually about, but it applies to everything. It makes you a better employee and a better just leader and speaker as in general. So again, thank you so much. And viewers, we will be right back with our next student business real soon. Stay tuned. And we are back with our next student business, Cookies. Cookies is a student business run by Lovework students who are, who are and have recently attended the early business camp. They make and sell cookies with gooey candy centers. Currently, there are four flavors, Snickerdoodle with marshmallow, mint chocolate chip, peanut butter, and double chocolate caramel. Mmm, that sounds delicious. So thank you so, so much for joining us today. We're so excited to have you on the podcast. So we're excited to learn more about you and your story. First, can you tell us about your about your names and your favorite flavor of cookie that you make? Um, I'm Kaylee Price, and I don't have a favorite because I just love all cookies, but if I had to choose one right now, it's double chocolate with caramel because I love caramel. Respect, respect. Um, I'm Cadence, and I would say my favorite would probably be, um, I don't have one. <laughs> you love them all. You love no, them all, right? I don't eat cookies. <laughs> None. <laughs> she does marketing. She's really good at okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, respect. Hi, I'm Emma, and my favorite type of cookie is mint chocolate chip, for sure. I, that is the only one I bought, and it tastes delicious. It tastes delicious. I Thank love to you. hear it. I love to hear it. So, we know that you started, and you started your journey at the early program back in 2021, and now y'all redid the camp, uh, early business camp, this year. And so, what has changed since then, and what other opportunities have you had to sell your product? Um, well, we've sold four times now. Um, at the first thing for the camp, we sold at the LoveWorks Winter thing. Christmas event. Christmas event, yeah. And um, the, co- the coffee place. And re- just re- now recently. Like the festival. Early business camp. The yeah. festival. And um, 
the early business camp and uh, the opening of the well, the farmer's awesome. market. So you all have some experience there. And so what has changed in your product line since then? Or have there any been big changes? Um, not. We've been discussing different ways to sell our product. And we have also um, thought up some more flavors that we are currently developing. Can you get a sneak peek on those new flavors? Or is that it confidential? That is on those information. Uh, they can know one. So we okay. have... Cinnamon oatmeal with white chocolate in the works right now. Ooh, okay. So we're getting a little bit of sneak peek. So our viewers get a little, hey. Yeah. They're, hey, they're, a little, they're already cool for listening to the podcast. They get a little sneak peek of the yeah. flavors, right? So today we're hoping our youngest entrepreneurs out there can learn from you about some of the work involved into running a business. What were some of your recent challenges and how do you even overcome these? Um, definitely keeping people in the business. There was a lot of people coming in and out, mostly out of the business cookies when we were first starting out and also finances for food is really hard because mm. you've got to do a lot of division and other stuff and it's a mm. challenge it's not our cup of tea yeah, yeah that's why i'm here i prefer algebra oh yeah so a lot of a lot of just like the process of learning like how to run a business can be difficult and that kind of like how do you feel like you guys overcame that problem of simple you know simple at first but kind of complicated when looking we just, like, sucked it up and did it, I guess. <laughs> so, and, like, it, a lot of discipline. It was a pain, but we just, yeah. like, sat down. And we kind of estimated, but it was still better than not having any numbers at all. Yeah. So That's really good and kind of, like, inspiration for viewers is sometimes, like, not everything about a business can be rainbows and butterflies. Yes. And so Definitely. sometimes you got you to gotta suck it up, right? And so got to get down, roll your sleeves up, get your hands dirty. I really love that, just hearing that because... I feel like we can glamorize business a whole lot. And business is really fun, but there's some... There's, there's some down, down to... There's some valleys. There's some yeah. valleys. And so, kind of going back, you guys just did the early business camp this summer, which I personally love so, so much. Um, what was one of the biggest things that you learned about business and from your experiences at the early camp? Budgeting, probably. Um, I would probably say more, like, I don't know, marketing. Like, I feel like... I've already known what it was, but I feel like I learned more about it and how to, like, do it to where, like, it's more efficient. Mm -hmm. And the finances thing. We didn't figure that out until the camp. So <laughs> Hey, um, we're glad we're here. Um, kind of going a little bit off script, we love asking these questions, especially for our adult and experience, but I would love to hear just some of your input on, like, do you guys have any, like, big tips that you would want to share to somebody just starting their business or wanting to start a business? Be prepared for a lot of people not like not pe some people not wanting to be like completely full committed. Yes, yeah. committed. Yeah, and just because one or two people don't like your product doesn't mean that it's not a good product and that other people won't like it. So mm. just don't be discouraged. Have a backup plan. Have a backup plan. <laughs> that's, 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 that's solid. That's solid. That's good. So for our last question, what has been one of your favorite parts about even starting cookies? I'm a control freak. I, lo I love the control. So, <laughs> um, but I also like working Honest with my answer. team here. <laughs> and I love baking and being creative with it, which is why I really like what we do with cookies, which is combining different candies with the cookies. I, so. I absolutely loved all of the, like, graphic design stuff yes. and, like, the— like making the business cards and the flyers and 
the a little bit of the logo. It was yeah. just, it was all so fun. We all really like that sort of thing. So. I just love the satisfaction of people when they just eat our cookie and you yes. just watch them yes. eat it like yeah. oh. Or people just <laughs> or even people just like look at it and say that looks really good. Yeah. yeah. That's super cool. Like y'all had way more professional answers that I think I would answer. If somebody asked me <laughs> if I had a cookie business, what's my favorite I would have said the cookies. <laughs> and so you guys had very, very professional answers. So Googies, thank you so, so much for your time. I know those who listen are, are better for it. Is there anywhere we can find more about you and your cookies? We're actually preparing a Facebook page. All right. So. And hopefully a website, too. And so. somewhere. Deep we're, we're working on it. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> deep in the future, there will be a Gookies Bakery. Yes. Somewhere near. Somewhere Norman. in the future. That well, is we our will, plan. We will be looking out for it. Again, thank you so much. That was an awesome, awesome interview. So, Sam, what was something that really stuck out to you? Oh, that the fact that we're already planning out for the future about the bakery. Absolutely. I love to hear that. I also love to hear that, like, you guys are very honest about the challenges that, like, you faced. And I feel like understanding that there are challenges comes with any business, especially culinary and working with food. And uh, sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. And so that's just a big inspiration for your viewers out there. Like, I've said this multiple times. You guys can go back and podcast and hear me say this a lot. But, uh... Business can be hard. It can be a struggle sometimes, and sometimes you're going to get in the mud. Figuratively, sometimes literally. And so you're going to get in the mud. Don't be scared to get dirty and just do the work because that is, that is going to make you stand out because um, something I've always been taught is winners do what losers want. And so you guys have done that. You guys are continuing to do that. You're doing the work that people don't. And so, again, thank you so, so much. Um, next week, we'll be back with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate, and give you a big, powerful point of action to grow your idea in business. Also, you are so awesome because you're already on our new, our new uh, platform. But if you know somebody who's on the old platform, send them our way. Get them on here. Share this with your friends and family. We want to send another huge thank you to the Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank and Lovers Leadership for leading in our youngest entrepreneurs. And remember, real leaders, they don't blend in. They stand out. Dream big. Into your dream. Bye, y'all.